Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! And welcome back to Meet Ball Minute, where we meet the balls and ball the meats. I'm Maren Kennedy. I'm so Horrifying. sorry. This is point. This is point break minute. I'm Maren Kennedy, and I'm Jessa Lowe. And I am John Parker of the Bat Minute podcast, and I'm sticking around like stink on shit. Oh yes, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'll get right into it. Yeah, we're on a minute sixty-three. Speaking of stink. Yeah, the stink on shit. Not that it's a bad minute. It's it's a very good minute. That's not what I meant. Uh, but this is a classic minute to me. A classic, is, and I've only watched this movie recently. It is one of one of the moments. One of it's one of the one of the gifts you see. I would say it's one of the gifable moments. Yeah. Yes. So he. Uh, it starts with uh, Busey's. Tomorrow morning, first thing, we'll be at the bank like stink on shit, and. Uh, <laughs> And then really abruptly transitions with a cackle <laughs> to this Calvin and Hobbes is funny. Uh, this this is just I this is Gary Busey. Like I I just cannot. So he, yeah he he is reading there. He is sitting in the car with Keanu Reeves. They're they're staking out the bank, and Gary Busey is reading the comics in the newspaper, and he's laughing. As hard as anyone can laugh, he's, he's laughing like it's the funniest thing he's ever seen. It, like Calvin and Hobbes that, that is great, but it's not up. like laugh out loud yeah. funny. It's like more it, introspective. When funny. I was a child, it was. I remember. Oh, really? I remember waking my parents up to show them a Calvin and Hobbes comic <laughs> that I thought was That's funny. Great. I guess Gary Busey this is, is a, a man in his like forties or fifties. Yeah, <laughs> he's a child at heart, <laughs> and he says this, he has a lot of lines in this. Yeah, he says this this Calvin and Hobbes is funny. And he has a lot of lines like that in this movie. Like he's that's like not how people talk. <laughs> it's like he's well, an alien trying to play a, a person. Yeah, go ahead. I, I I don't know if you know this or not. Um but my question was like is this sort of stuff in the script? Because I get the impression <sighs> this is just Boosie being Boosie. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So we have two scripts um, in front of us, and the f- yeah. So I-, I was thinking the same thing. Like this sounds like Gary Busey just saying whatever. Uh, and we don't have yeah. an official, you know, pre-movie script. We have the transcript, which has all of this in it. But you have another uh, script, which looks like it might be. We've we've gone over this before. It might be the pre-shoot script, but it, it's very weird. It's very sketchy internet. You know, I don't know where uh, it came from. But yeah, this so script at the very least a draft does not have anything about Calvin and Hobbes. It just the scene just starts with time for lunch. Yeah, yeah. That that I believe that then because throughout this whole film. Like, 90% of his lines just sound like he's made them up there and then. Like yeah. The stink on shit, the Calvin and Hobbes, even back to the start of the movie where he, uh, it's not a line, but where he just jumps into that pool. The yeah, way he does it. I was like, it yeah. I think he just did that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. At the end of the scene, there might not have even been a direction to jump in. Like, it could have just ended. But yeah. no, he's like, I'm just going to jump in the pool. Yeah. Looks fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the scene that we have here, it just says, time for lunch. Uh, Angelo, it's 11.30. They change it to 10.30 for the movie to make it even more uh, <laughs> early. Uh, and then uh, he says, that place up the street has meatball sandwiches. Get me two. 
He doesn't even says it doesn't even say the best meatball sandwiches. So I think it's uh, uh. he's he's improved the scene quite a bit. They also it also doesn't have the oranges. Uh, there's a guy who comes up. Yeah, with the oranges and Busey is like genuinely nice to this guy, which is which is nice. Like he he, genuinely... he asks Utah if he wants any oranges to just yeah. check to make sure. Yeah, and then and then he says, "No, no, we got a lot." Like their trunk is full of loads of oranges. We got plenty of oranges, sir. Thank you, but we are full up. And Murray was making a point. I don't remember if I don't think I've ever been sold oranges in like car, like you know, car to car. I don't think anyone's ever tried to sell me oranges. But they're Uh. they're just oranges in a bag, like from a grocery store. It looks like there's a label on it, like just from from what you get at the supermarket. Oh, I thought he just picked them himself. But that's yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what you would assume. That like he's a guy who you know came from a farm somewhere. Although, are there yeah. even or- are there oranges local to California? Yeah, there yeah. are. Okay, I guess yeah. everything grows in California. Yeah. Uh, I I would picture oranges in California yeah. to me. Like, well, Florida is famous for oranges. Well, but I I was yeah. there's a, a school I was going to go to down in California, mm-hmm. um, and they had an orange grove on the school property. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah. So there's, there's oranges, definitely. Yeah. See, I I have been sold th- like fruit while in a car. Okay. Um, well, attempted because I I used to live in Pakistan. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, weird. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, my grandparents used to live And this there kind there of too, thing so would happen. Funny, like small, small world. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Oh. But what a small world. Yeah. <laughs> but this kind of thing happens all the damn time. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're sat in a car not even parked like you can be at the traffic lights and someone will run over to your car and try and sell you like fruit uh, like like a bag of light cheese or they'll wash the car windows oh, yeah. without you giving them permission and then try and get money off you it's, so i'm used to this he handles it really well yeah. he like, does he's polite you don't he's need food, but you also want to get rid of them yeah because <laughs> You know, come come to think of it, the only time that's what I was trying to think of. The only time I think somebody's ever come up to my car has been when I've been in the Middle East, and it, it's a similar thing. Like you just want to get them away um, from yeah. the car because you don't want the fruit. I'm not in the mood for fruit. Plus, yeah. I was a teenager. I was like a 15 year old kid. I don't want to buy a bag of light cheese. Yeah. <laughs> well, so to me, I would be like, where did this come from? Like. Yeah, there's something weird about it. Yeah, it's just it's uncomfortable. It's it's always uncomfortable having someone try to sell you something just off the street and yeah. just be like, "No, take it, yeah. take it." You're like, "No, I don't, I don't want it. I don't even care what it is." Yeah, <laughs> um, I did used to sometimes give money to you'd get you'd get kids coming up and trying to sell you again, a bit strange. I was a teenager, sell you a garland of flowers. Huh. Um, but they were always like a little kid. They'd be like ten or something. So I always felt bad. So I'd give them some money. Or yeah. I took one Playing kid once for some ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I took him to an ice cream shop, but I don't think he had really had ice cream before. Aww. So I was like, I'll buy you some. Here you go. Uh, he still gave me the flowers. I'm like, no, don't give me them. I don't want them. It's fine. <laughs> Sell them to someone else. He's like, no, he insisted. You're having the flowers. <laughs> okay, <sweet>. that's cute. <laughs> so yeah, we have the oranges, and then. Yeah, I, I I wanted to go over the the Calvin and Hobbes thing. I I did. Uh, I rarely go to the uh, goofs section of IMDb. It's not uh, it's not usually very interesting, but there is one mm. uh, that apparently it's clear that he is reading the L.A. Daily News, but the L.A. Daily News does not have Calvin and Hobbes. So that's a oh. that's a factual error right there. Oh. 
three out of ten IMDb users found that interesting. Oh, well, make that four out of ten. Because <laughs> I found it no, fascinating. That is incredibly interesting. For an IMDb fact, that's great. Usually it's like, if you look closely, their hand has moved one millimeter from where it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but that, yeah, is a pretty good deep goof. Like a, Someone did the research on that. Yeah, and then Murren did the research even mm. further. I've been oh. trying to figure out what he might have been reading. He's reading Calvin and Hobbes, and then he has a line. His first turkey, for his first turkey cemetery, or no, for his turkey cemetery. Which sounds like first turkey cemetery in the movie but the script we have here says for his turkey cemetery either way i I tried looking this up left and right and i couldn't figure out where this was coming from there's no calvin and Hobbes that i was able to find that had a a turkey cemetery joke in it i I can imagine what it might have been like you know it's like a thanks and it would have been like a thanksgiving one too and it's not it's still summer here yeah in the movie so it's it's an odd i'm imagining this is just coming out of the right off the dome from gary Busey. so who knows where it's coming from (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think he's just made that up on the spot to be honest yeah i i hadn't thought about the thanksgiving thing again being english obviously yeah. we don't have that so yeah that doesn't make any sense what the hell yeah. <laughs> made sense in Busey's mind at the time for sure <laughs> what do you what do you eat at christmas then um well oh we're it's s- we're swedish um so my my family does like a yule smorgas um which is like Swedish meatballs and pickled cucumber oh. and all that, and so now now that's oh, what Mern okay. eats. But what, Mern, what did you eat before? Uh, my family never really had too many traditions about that. Like I think we had like pasta one time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we usually have like pastries in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, See, because yeah. I, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but in England, basically the Christmas meal is what you have as Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's it's the turkey and all the trimmings and stuff. That's that's the Christmas day thing. But being a vegetarian, I have to improvise. Of course. <laughs> we yeah, that's what we do. We do the the fake meatballs um mm-hmm. in like a tofu gravy and You can do some mushroom gravy. <laughs> oh yeah, mushroom gravy, that's true. Mushroom, yeah, very yeah. good. So, but I I think a lot of people will do like turkey on thanksgiving and then like ham on yeah christmas. ham is often a, a christmas tradition in america i guess i've never i don't have ham much uh so we've never really done that but uh, that's okay. i guess that would be maybe the most traditional yeah. christmas meal yeah uh, nothing more christmasy than point break exactly <laughs> it's a christmas classic it's the new die hard yeah oh god if only <laughs> actually it's interesting you say that because i watched this movie with my partner and she did compare it to Die Hard in some ways. Mm-hmm. I think she she felt uh, it was uh, almost of that quality. I would say so. A, I would agree. Compliment. I would agree. It's a yeah. It's a fun movie. Uh, where you know, sort of yeah. I, I, it it moves it it moves in a similar way. I would say it's a little bit less tense. You know, it's, Die Hard is kind of like a thriller from moment I, ten. I would beg to differ with all the skydiving scenes. But, but I mean, it, it has tense moments. But I feel yeah. like Die Hard is like it's like it's ratcheting up the oh, tension okay. for every That's moment true. of the movie. That's whereas true. in Point Break, yeah. it's more. There's times where they're just having a good time, and there's That's times true. where it's more you know tense. But yeah, I, I would say it's about as good as Die Hard. I, mean, I love this movie. Yeah. So yeah, we have the Calvin and Hobbes Turkey Cemetery, and then uh, Busey. He is a hungry, hungry boy. <laughs> he is very, very hungry. <laughs> he is more hungry than I've ever been in my life. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he says it's time for lunch. I and uh, Keanu says it's it, Angelo. It's ten thirty. Uh, I'm I just I, I, I'm just wondering what Busey's backstory is for this 
like he has a ve- he must have a very rich morning like that he developed as an actor to like okay where am I for this scene he's hungry he is in a mood to laugh I like that he's just like he's doing this he's, they're staking out the bank and he is like the most relaxed he's been in the whole movie he's just like oh yeah he's just reading the paper he's just having a great time and uh, it's time for some I also sandwiches. relate to him though because lunch at 10:30 might sound crazy but, you know, I'll be in work and I'm thinking, you know, oh, wow, it must be lunchtime soon. Turns out I've only been there for an hour. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I, I've had that happen yeah. as well. Yeah, it's a good it's a good like, you know, first lunch, second lunch, you know, kind of thing. Like like a hobbit. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that, 11 Z's. Yeah, that's how I used to structure my work days. We would get one hour for lunch and I and I told the HR person I want first lunch at this time for half an hour and second lunch at this time. So I, I get Ooh. it. I get it. And you'd for the That's first lunch you'd have approach. two meatball sandwiches. <laughs> oh. I've never had a meatball sandwich in my life. And this was something that I was gonna ask you about, John. Uh, to me a meatball sandwich sounds like the grossest thing I can possibly imagine. Oh but have you ever had a meatball sub? Oh, yeah, right. Before I was a vegetarian. I mean, I, I am actually, because of this movie, next weekend I am making a vegetarian meatball sandwich. Um, oh. But beforehand, yeah, before I converted, I, that was like my favorite sub. It's amazing. Oh. Honestly, it's messy and I would say sloppy, the same. don't get me wrong. But it's incredible. It's so nice. Yeah, oh. I, I love meatball sandwiches. Okay. They're great. It's usually, that's usually what I want to get when I go to a sandwich shop, if they have it. That's usually what I'll get. Now I looked up on Wikipedia, kind of what what is the history of the meatball sub here? Um, <laughs> Ooh. I looked up the the history of the sandwich. It didn't tell me much, except comparing it with other um, nations' versions of um, meatball sandwiches, mm. like the banh mi, and Ooh, like yeah. the there was a Dutch one that was like a. Bon I can't. A Bon Jovi? <laughs> no, it was like something very, to me, that I, I would butcher in pronunciation, but something that had a lot of gravy and meatballs on mm-hmm. a piece of bread. That sounds good. So, um, and so do you do provolone? Because that's what this article was saying. You could do provolone, or you could do Parmesan, or you could do mozzarella. So what would you put in it? Uh, I mean, Parmesan see, is I've always been... my choice. Ooh, that'd be nice. I've I've only had it. See, it, again, England is weird for things. It, to us, that's like a foreign thing, and we mess it up. We don't do it properly. Uh-huh. So I think the only I've only had it with like just sliced cheese that melts. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. even proper cheese. Cheese product. Yes. It's probably like provolone. Provolone's pretty. It's uh, yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. Th- I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen it here, though. That's oh. the thing. Oh. You get cheddar, and then you just get the weird slices. Like I think it's like American sliced cheese. Oh, <laughs> like you put on a burger. Like a cheddar, Amer- like yeah, I, I can. Whatever that is, I don't know yeah, if, if it even it is a, cheese. It, it might be a variety of different things that just get labeled as that. Yeah, I'm a big cheese fan. Like uh, oh, yeah. I, I was eating cheese last night. I like brie and all these French cheeses and things, but. Uh, yeah, if we if we're doing someone else's food, we tend to ruin it somehow. So we probably <laughs> ruined the cheese component of that. Oh, yeah, that was the meatball sandwich corner. Yeah. Uh, back to the so yeah, more about that. He uh, Angelo Pappas says uh, around that corner is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches, best I've ever tasted. Would you get me two? So I feel like a meatball sandwich is maybe the most filling 
food there is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I eat a meatball sandwich, I'm done for the next several hours. Like that's that's your day. That's your day. And he wants two. Yeah, that is not a light snack. <laughs> no, he wants he wants two of them. And he is very adamant about that. He says, "Come on, partner, two. Thank you." And and then uh, Utah leaves the car, and then the famous moment he p- pokes his head out the window and says, "Utah, two. Give me two. <laughs> <laughs> so he he is very very adamant that he wants two, and he wants to make sure that his order is correct. <laughs> It's uh, that's the best bit. How insistent he is. Because yeah. like, to me, the, my fav- one of my favorite things in this movie is that a major scene revolves around the purchasing of meatball sandwiches yes. for Gary Busey. It's it's the it's the crux of this scene. It's the crux of this, this whole uh, section, really. That he, he goes to order the meatball sandwiches. Those damn meatball subs. <laughs> yeah, and maybe if he hadn't ordered two, Kiana would have gotten back to the car more quickly. Hmm. Well, we'll, we'll yeah, never that's, know. That's uh, an interesting development, there, isn't it? Yeah. And then Keanu just sticks to his. Uh, yeah, Keanu goes to order, and he gets a. He he's well, he sticks to the diet that Ben Harp. Um, I take the skin off chicken, sir, kind of thing. Like he's he's doing tuna on wheat, so he's yeah the healthiest <laughs> option. Yeah, you, know, you discussed Keanu's diet before in this, and uh, he yeah at the beginning he talks about how he takes the skin off chicken, but then at the end of the scene he takes a bite out of a donut. Mm-hmm. So that baffled me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That scene was something but else. That's that's another good one. <laughs> Everyone has a vice. Maybe donuts are his his vice. Yeah. And otherwise he's a healthy guy. Cuz I I completely buy this sandwich purchase. To me mm-hmm. Keanu is a guy who eats tuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he stays healthy, low fat. Uh, you know, wheat wheat bread, uh but yeah, maybe just those donuts are just like the, you know, every once in a while he's got to have a donut. He's a cop, you know? <laughs> yeah, this tuna sandwich it's probably wouldn't be dream. that healthy. It's probably like a tuna melt. Maybe. Think, with like cheddar cheese. Mm. And, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, he could maybe, maybe they, uh, he indulges a little bit to get some of that, uh. Some of that cheese. Yeah. <laughs> then again, it is only 10.30, so I don't know. It Do is only 10.30. Cheese? I, I, he does go along with it. Like, he didn't have to order a sandwich. No. But he's, he's going along with this 10.30 a.m. lunch. Yeah. Well, I, I accepted it because I thought to myself, you know, what, what time did these guys start work today? Because technically it might be the appropriate time to start eating a big meal like a sandwich. They yeah. could have been on the go since the early hours. That's true. I mean, what, the bank probably opened, you know, nine, I guess. But eight they, or maybe, nine. Yeah, eight or nine. Maybe they had to get there a little bit early to make sure they were set up and had to eat an early hmm. breakfast. So, yeah, they definitely could have, like, started their day at, like, you know, five or six. So yeah. I could see that. So it could definitely be lunchtime. Yeah, shut up, Keanu. This is totally lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get up for work at six o'clock. I'm, I'm hungry by 10 30. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they should have maybe, like, packed a special lunch for themselves. Well, I mean, maybe maybe Pappas knew that the meatball sandwich, the meatball sandwich shop was yeah. at this bank. His favorite meatball sandwiches uh. are, are close to this <laughs> bank. And maybe that's why he originally agreed yeah. to do it. And he was like, oh, it's that bank. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was in on it all along. Allied <laughs> financial. Allied trust. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he was in on it all along. It was his plan. He's really behind the robberies just because he wants to get close to the sandwiches. Yeah. He's just been counting down the minutes until it's a reasonable time to order sandwiches for him. Oh, yeah. Like the first, first chance he gets. Like, okay, sandwich time. Yeah. I'm going to make this day worth it. Yeah. 
Is there anything else, I mean, to talk about with this this minute? Because I, I don't have very many notes. It, it speaks for itself. Yeah. Get me two. Yeah, I think, I think that's everything I've got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I wouldn't eat two sandwiches, but, you know, if that's what he wants to do, if that's how he wants to live his life, all power to him. Yeah, maybe he's yeah. saving one for later. But I like to think he just eats one right after the other. Well, and then later he says, yeah. I should have gotten a third. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that next <laughs> minute. He's even hungrier than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to kick us off, John, again with the recommendations? Yeah, okay. So I, I went the same approach. I'm going to tenuously link it to the minute. So I thought, well, what's what's going on in the minute? Uh, meatballs. There's a lot of meatball talk. Meatball. You're recommending meatball. meatballs. Meatballs. No, no. I uh, So I recommended, well, I am recommending a TV show I'm very fond of. Uh, it is called Dragula. And it's a, it's a drag show, a bit like RuPaul's Drag Race, but for the freaks and the weirdos and the goths. And in season one, there is a drag queen called Meatball. Um, hence the connection. I've had the privilege of seeing and meeting Meatball. Lovely, lovely person. Great performer. But yeah, Dragula is like really weird and twisted and dark. And uh, instead of being eliminated nice. from the show, the drag queens are... Um, they are killed by the by the hosts. They're they're <laughs> murdered by them in horrific ways. <laughs> and there's all kinds of weird. You know, there's a lot of blood and guts and uh, the one of the best drag queens I've ever seen, Bitch Pudding, is on season two, and they <laughs> they do a performance where they drink. They mop the floor of the stage and then drink the mop water. <laughs> oh, so they are nasty. That is very nasty. oh, they're nasty. Yeah, it's filth. Oh. In fact, that's the that's the catchphrase. It's like um, horror, filth, glamour. <laughs> oh my god! Jess is really excited I'm about this. I'm really excited about it. I'm somebody who like <laughs> sobs while watching RuPaul's Drag Race because of how much i love it and same <laughs> oh, yeah oh my gosh so good so and i well, love sharon you'll absolutely needles. love dragula so this sounds like the sharon needles show kind of oh sorry I, I went again then oh, but okay. uh, sorry i have i my back can you hear yes. me yes you can hear me now yeah just a moment yeah okay yeah, just a- no it's it's very sharon it's very Sharon Needles, like, um, and they have they have some guests on judging of that ilk. You know, I think uh, I'm trying to remember if Sharon is on. Actually, I can't remember, but uh, Alaska's on. Uh, Willem is also a guest judge at one oh, point. Um, yeah, but they they usually go for like more underground kind of people because uh, they they host club nights. They're called the Boulay Brothers, and they do a club night in uh, in America. Um, and it's very extreme. You know, there's a lot of nudity and <laughs> things I like this. Love it. So, I am watching this is the rest of my day. So. Oh, oh right. yeah, we'll watch it. I, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, you Ooh. can get it on uh, on Wow Presents Plus, which hosts. That's an app that has Drag Race on and stuff. But I think it's on Amazon Prime. Excellent. Yeah, Jess has been more excited about your recommendations than uh, she has been in a while, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are, like, I love people's recommendations, and these are two really good ones. So I'm excited <laughs> for your third one. Oh, right. I'm going to let you down. All right, you want to go ahead, Jessa? Yeah, so my recommendation is um, going to be the artist Charles Bradley, and he is a wonderfully talented soul singer and he recently passed away this past year um but he has a great performance of why is it so hard 
Um, and it is the his performance. You can watch it on YouTube. Why is it so hard live on KEXP? And I think it's pretty damn appropriate for these times. Um, the lyrics are, why is it so hard to make it in America? Um, and he is dripping sweat. Like, he is the godfather of soul in this. He is, like, scream crying singing. It's just every ounce of your his body is and soul has been put into the performance and it's it's magical um Ooh. and not a i feel like not a dry eye could be in the house cuz it's it's so good yeah. it's very powerful and he has a really interesting story I, yes. I, I, I you can hear you can look it up and there's like a i think there's been you know he's been on the radio and talked about it and stuff like that and yeah, he didn't really make it as a singer until he was in his 50s i believe yeah he was just like a janitor or something and then he was discovered and sort of had this quick flash and then he, he, he then sadly he passed, passed away. away not too long after and he had a very oh. very tragic life um before that um like that man is is soul and is the blues um so uh yeah i definitely if you if you haven't ever checked him out uh the why is it so hard is a is a good one to check it out yeah it's so. it's very oh. powerful mm-hmm. Quick sounds amazing. Yeah, he's incredible. he's amazing. He's an amazing performer, and he, he gives so much. Yeah. So I'm going to recommend uh, another Netflix that uh, was big a while back, but uh, if you missed it on the first its first round on the sort of people talking about it on the internet, uh, you know it's still worth checking out. And I don't think I've recommended this before. Uh, no, I, I haven't. We don't keep track of these <laughs> things. We probably should. <laughs> but uh, uh, Wild Wild Country uh, is a six-part documentary uh, on Netflix about the uh, Roshanichi uh, cult in uh, Oregon, not too far from where we are right now, Jessa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is really fascinating. It's just, it's about this very bizarre cult that sort of sprung up uh, in India. And then uh, the Indian government kind of pushed them out. And so they didn't, they couldn't really do what they wanted to do there. So they moved to Oregon in America and just sort of bought they had a lot of money so they just kind of bought a big piece of land in the middle of farm country and uh hmm. they ended up having uh, you know it was an interesting time just sort of like how the, all these random people dropped in the middle of this place where all these sort of farmers were used to things just sort of being the same and that suddenly there's these weird cult people running around and sort of taking things over and it's <laughs> it's uh it is a very very bizarre story it's creepy at times it's just bizarre at times it's uh it's fascinating and uh they get a lot of good interviews from people who were a part of it who were in the cult who were leaders um and uh and people who were involved in the the law enforcement at the time and lived around the area it's it's a wonderful uh series i i I couldn't get enough of it so wild wild country sold yeah it's it's fantastic (laughs) all right well thank you once again john parker for uh hanging out with us on the waves the warm, Thank you. warm, sunny California Point Break. We'll catch you next time for the next minute of Point Break 64. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, check out Movies by Minutes, other other minute-by-minute minute podcasts like Bat Minute Returns, for instance, hey. is a very good one if you like Batman. which The I best know, one! I know so many of you do. <laughs> Batman is uh, is great. And uh, they're currently doing Batman Returns, which, as I said in the last minute, I don't know why I'm re- just repeating myself now, but it's my favorite. 
uh, Batman movie, probably. Uh, it's wonderful. So check that out. Good. And we'll catch you next time on The Waves and Point Break Minute, bro. Woo!